Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to this special three-part series sponsored by my new quiz, What's Your Business Podcast Personality? In this second episode, I want to talk to you about how your podcast can position you as a paid speaker. Now, I truly believe that your podcast can help you achieve any business goal that you have. But I've picked this specific example because it's something, it's a goal that's been coming up a lot with the women experts that I have been working with. It's usually lead generation for their business so they can spend less time on social media, followed quickly by those paid speaking opportunities. Like people dream of having TED talks or speaking at really big conferences in their niche, or maybe being invited to a luxury um, retreat in somewhere exotic. Like just being recognized for the topics that they are passionate about, the niche that they're really passionate about is something that a lot of the women that I work with aspire to. And so I thought that this could be a perfect example to use for episode two and how knowing your business podcast personality can help you to create a show. If this is a goal that you two want to achieve, I'll share with you how you can use your business podcast personality to help you to achieve this goal. So in the last episode, I briefly mentioned the three pillars of my signature framework, which are messaging, content, and marketing, and how they form, I believe they form a core part of the podcast strategy that I create for my clients that help them to see amazing results in the first 90 days, usually 30 days, but let's just call it 90 days. Um, And so I want to kick off this conversation by mentioning one of the other pillars. There's six pillars in total. And one of the other pillars is authenticity. Just being your authentic self, like this is your podcast, this is your place, your platform where you truly can show up how you want, you can say what you want, like this is your space. And a lot of my clients, they're they're established. And so this isn't necessarily something that they feel uncomfortable doing, but something that I have noticed with some, not all, but it's almost like, I guess with anything new, they might feel until they find their feet, they might feel as though, you know, they need to dim their light or tone things down. But no, your podcast is your place. You want to use it to attract your right fit clients, the right audience, people who are really going to love you and love your brand and everything that you stand for. And so that is why you should be yourself. And that's why authenticity 
is one of the pillars in my framework. And so when it comes to your podcast positioning you to receive those invitations, we're, I'm all about attraction. Like I think in marketing, yes, there's certain circumstances, you know, relationship building where we seek out opportunities. But I also live in a world where it's really lovely where, you know, I'm sitting down watching Netflix and I happen to look at my emails or my DMs and there's an invitation to do X, Y, Z. Isn't that, isn't that fantastic? Like you can be getting your nails done. You could be spending the morning with your littles. And before you know it, you've got an invitation to do something that has been on your vision board for absolute years. Like for me, that's the ultimate, that's the business that I, I'm, I'm striving that I'm growing at the moment that I'm working towards. And so let's look at this in two different ways through two different lens. Number one, how a podcast prepares you to become a paid speaker. And number two, how seeing your podcast as a content vault or a content library could be absolutely game-changing for you. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Heather Sager. I wasn't until a couple months ago, I think it was. And um, she's a speaking coach. She's got a background in TV and, you know, for many, many years, I think 15, 20 years. And I did a three-day masterclass and she was absolutely like on fire. But something that I heard her say, I can't remember if it was on her Instagram profile or in the masterclass. She's also got a podcast called Hint of Hustle, which is absolutely amazing. Check it out. And something that she said that I was a bit upset with myself for not thinking for myself, actually, was around this thing that your podcast is your stage. And you might have heard this other thing. It wasn't from Heather, but from someone else about how you should cultivate your own stage before going on other stages. And the two of those together, I had like a proper aha, light bulbs went off, flash, flash, flash moment, because it just makes total sense. Yes, your podcast isn't, you know, you're not standing on a physical stage with hundreds of people hanging on your every word, right? But your podcast is like, it could be your virtual stage and you could have hundreds and thousands of people tuning in to your podcast every day, every week, every month, every year. And so when I heard that, and then I put Heather's statement with this other statement that I've heard before, it was like, Eureka, this makes total sense. And it has kind of changed my approach to my own show because yes, I would love to do more summits. I'm not sure about the big stages. <laughs> They're a little scary for me, but I would definitely like to do more summits. And so why not use my own platform and position it in a way where I can attract these opportunities? And so I sat down and I thought about what this could look like. And I created these episode types but I'm jumping ahead. So in terms of how your podcast can help you prepare, your podcast will help you to, it's practice. Let's just call a spade a spade. It's all about practicing. You'll be able to hone your voice. 
you'll be able to get really clear and hone in on your messaging. Like even though your podcast is for your ideal clients, right? Because that's as when you're podcasting for business, your podcast, you want to connect, nurture and convert your listeners into your programs. But it can also be a space where you position yourself as a thought leader. So share your unique perspectives. What do you do differently from other people in your niche? Like, what do you stand for? What do you stand against? I think your podcast, not I think, I definitely know that your podcast is a place where you can truly communicate whatever it is that you want to communicate. And so when I came up with these episode types, which I'll dig into in season four, but as a brief overview, there's four episode types, expertise, belief shift, sales, and connection. And the magic in terms of what we're talking about today, the magic lies within your expertise episode. So of course, belief shifting is all about the beliefs, the objections, the common misconceptions that your audience have, and you'll do an episode to help them shift that and see that actually it can be different and you're the solution to their problem, et cetera. Sales is as it's as it says in the tent. It's a sales episode. And connection is an opportunity to share behind the scenes that allows you to connect on an even deeper level with your audience. But expertise, for most of my clients, expertise is where the magic is. For example, an expertise episode for me, I'm a podcast launch strategist. I'm really, really passionate about business owners having a strategy um, for their podcast and seeing it as a way where they can grow their business because there's a lot of noise out there at the moment and has been from the time, two and a half years I've been doing this podcasting thing. And I keep hearing this thing around, oh, podcasting is a long game. You need to wait to see results. And so what I stand for (laughs) is you can make money from your podcast and you can make money from your podcast from day one if you set it up right. You don't have to wait 12 months. You don't have to wait 18 months, which is what I believed in 2021 when I launched my own show. And then my clients proved me wrong and I have shifted the focus of my podcast and I have started to see results for myself. And so that's something that I am really passionate about. What do I do differently? I focus on launches. I specialize in launches. A lot of other people who offer podcast services focus heavily on podcast management, whereas I'm very much of the opinion, like my background is very much um, project management, um, executive assistance, that kind of stuff. And so I'm bringing my strengths and my skill set into this podcasting niche to say, hey, let's set it up right. And it will continue, unless you change niches, it will continue to work for you. I think a lot of people believe in this messy action and there's a place for messy action. Don't get me wrong. But if you are putting all this time and effort into creating this podcast that you've wanted to create and put out into the world for years, why not take the time to set it up in the right way so that it works for your business? So that's kind of my example because I think it's standard. It's standard that a podcast is going to build your authority. It's standard that a podcast 
is going to make you a credible expert. It's standard that your podcast is going to position you as a thought leader. Well, depends on the show. Um, but when you're podcasting for business, there just seems to be this thing of, oh, well, no, you're gonna, you're gonna have to wait. Now I've spoken to so many women when I've done networking events who are a hundred episodes, 200 episodes in and have made no money from their show. And it just breaks my heart because I was that person, but now I know different and I'm trying to teach you differently as well. So what is it that you want to be known for? What are the topics that we don't want to go totally off tangent? And this is where my podcast strategy comes in with my clients. But what is it that will help you stand out? And the beauty, as you know, of a podcast is those people might come across your podcast in Apple Podcasts or in social media. You just never know how people find you. And immediately they're going to be able to plug into you. There's no Instagram noise. There's no chance of, you know, when you watch a YouTube video, it jumps to someone else. What I love about podcasting is that they choose to be in your world and they can stay in your world because when an episode finishes, it will take them to the next one in your playlist as opposed to jump into someone else, which takes me to point two seeing your podcast as a content library. So this is another shift that I have had for myself recently around, like for the longest time I've been growing my business on Instagram. And don't get me wrong, I have attracted clients, converted clients, but it doesn't come without its adjust. It feels like it just, it's draining. Instagram is draining. And I found myself doing things a little backward. Like I was creating the podcast content. I was creating the content for Instagram. It just felt unaligned. It felt heavy. It just felt like hard work. And I'm not in my business (laughs) to, I work hard, don't get me wrong, but I don't want it to feel like hard work. And I can't remember who said it where, but there was this concept around your podcast should be your best content. And so if we go back to the example I said earlier, so imagine, let's paint the picture, you are producing all this great content to connect with your audience, to nurture your audience, but you're also interweaving some episodes that really position you differently. Like what what unique perspective do you have that positions you differently from other coaches or other therapists in your niche. And so if you do, you know, it doesn't have to be every other episode, but if you, every now and again, you drop in these episodes, the more episodes you produce, when someone, the right person finds your podcast, if you have like really engaging crystal clear titles, the person will tune in and then reach out. They'll love what they're here and they'll reach out to say, oh, hey, listen to your podcast. I would love to invite you to speak at XYZ. So it's very much seeing your podcast as a place where it's your best content. You need to put your heart, soul, everything into creating your 20, 30 minute episodes, but not just thinking about it from a, I'm nurturing my audience, 
but also thinking about it from a, what would I like to speak about on stage? Like if your dream is to do a TED talk, what would your topic be? And create an episode about it. Create an episode about it. Maybe if you guest on podcasts, that could be, you know, something that you lead people back to. The opportunities are endless, but this is something that I really wanted to talk about because I think paid speaking is something that a lot of people dream about, a lot of business owners dream about, but don't necessarily connect the dots about how their podcasts, not just from a visibility point of view, like a podcast, you know, people will find it, but more from a positioning point of view as well. What thought leadership content could you create for your podcast to think to make people think, ah, I need to have her at my retreat or I need to have her speak at my conference, my summit, whatever it is. Think about it. And remember to check out my new quiz to learn more about your business podcast personality. Because by knowing your business podcast personality, that will help you in creating the show that is authentically you that will then feed into this thought leadership content that we talked about. So head on over to www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash quiz for your chance to win a podcast strategy session with yours truly. All you've got to do to enter is share your results. So take the quiz, share your results on Instagram, just take a screenshot, tag me, and you'll be automatically entered. Entries close on Wednesday, the 10th of May at 12 p.m. GMT, and I will be announcing the winner later on that day. Now, that's it for this episode. I hope you found it helpful, especially if you are someone who dreams about speaking on all these top stages, and you're now clearer on how a podcast can help you achieve that dream. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.